Yo, it's O from Body My O, Body My Tactical, Co-Fund Academy, and the Co-Fund Community Security. We're here at Real Life Street Stars, man. We getting in, man. Hey, straight no chasing, baby. Yeah, stay muscles. You ain't got to catch up. Yeah! Real life street stars, man. We in the building with the black John Wick, aka Body Bow, man. What's that? Hey, man, he back in the building, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, man. When you came in here, you know you all partner, man. So it's just, and we all know you're a character. So right, when right, we right. when we had you on, we ain't know we just shooting the shit. Right, right, right. And you turn around and you do five hundred thousand plus on our YouTube. You do ten million. No, you do probably like twenty million plus total right. on TikTok. You do 10 million plus on Facebook. Are you kind of shocked that people are gravitating to the message that you're putting out when it comes to gun control and just, just you know, the things that you're talking about? Honestly, it was it was a shock. I, I can't lie. I ain't going to sit up here and cap. But for me, it was like, damn, they actually interested in some shit I never thought people was interested in because, like, mass media, they don't really talk about a lot of this stuff. And it's, it's, it's frowned upon. Ooh, guns, guns are bad. Or... Ooh, this is bad, that's bad, let's not talk about this, let's not talk about that. So when people was clicking like and sharing, and I was like, okay, all right, cool, that's what's happening. What, what was like the most either shocking or eye-opening comment that you've seen when you looked at all the social media comments? Oh, man, um, one of my mentors was like, yo, don't look at the comments. I was like, why? Don't look at the comments. So I really didn't dive too much into the comments. I looked at a few of them in the very beginning when the first one was posted. When the first one was posted, I was on a cruise uh, for my birthday. So I'm looking at it on a cruise ship. I was like, yo, they're going to hand me this comments. Like, a lot of them were good. A lot of them were like, yeah, F that dude. That dude's stupid. You know, F him. He, you know, it looked like his hat stank or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you, you got your trolling comedians or whatever. But uh, I take it with a grain of salt. It is what it is, man. Engagement. So let's, let's get it popping, man. I ain't tripping. <laughs> One of the comments, it's a couple of comments that stood yeah. out, right? One of them was that they thought you was racist. <laughs> Yo, people want me to be racist so bad, bro. Like, I'm like, I'm foolish from it. I don't have the means to be racist. Let's dive into that. Racism is a system of control. If you want to say I'm prejudiced, okay, we all have our prejudice. However, do I have a racial prejudice? No, I do my thing. Y'all do your thing. We got different cultural views. Cool, I ain't tripping, like, but... A lot of people want me to be racist. Am I pro-black? Yes. Am I anti-white? No. I'm not anti-anybody. But I am pro-black, yeah. The other one was <clears throat> when you spoke about teaching kids yeah. gun safety early. That one yeah. seemed to hit home for a lot. It was like very mixed. It was like either you stood way on the left or right. way on the right of that. Right. What was your take about that? Well, the reality of it is I, I understand it. It's extremely difficult for you to teach your child something that you don't know. So now you in a position of authority, you've got used to this title as mom or dad or authoritarian or provider or what have you. So now you now have to sit in class with your child and learn with your child. A lot of people can't humble down for that. So what we do, we teach the parents first and then we teach the babies a certain curriculum so the parents can help reinforce those things at home. But again, we're going we're looking at an ideology now. Who taught you that guns were bad? Under what circumstances? Right. Something or someone taught you that guns were bad when guns are just a tool. Right. Yeah. yeah, man. It's uh, Again, man, we got you in the building, man. Since since you've had your viral 
Yeah. Sensation, man. We we talk off camera, and you right, were right. saying, man, you're in different countries, and people are recognizing yeah, you now from crazy, YouTube. Yeah. How weird is that to have? Because again, you really do this. You really, right. you're really like out here protecting right, right. and serving. You got you train people, but to be right. noted, you know, noticed from YouTube is that different or weird? Um, I had a little bit of that in Shreveport. Um, there, there were times where I couldn't go anywhere where people knew me. Shreveport, right? And then Dallas started happening in Dallas a few years ago. But since that <clears throat> explosion, um, yeah, Mexico, somebody said something. Vegas, somebody said something. Florida, somebody said something. All over the place. It's, it's gotten pretty crazy. That's dope. That's dope. And now, man, that has led to you launching. Well, you already had a YouTube channel, but right. now you you cranking up and you taking it more serious. Taking it serious. Yeah. Tell them, um, let's talk to them about what is the YouTube channel name? Number one. Uh, YouTube channel is Body by O Tactical. Just that simple. Type in Body by O Tactical and we're going to roll up. Body by O, O, one letter. Body by O Tactical. Yes, indeed. And tell them what they're going to get when they tap in and subscribe to that Body by Man, O you, channel. You tap in, subscribe. Of course, you're going to get self-defense. You're going to get firearm safety. Uh, we are branching out. We do have a series called 2A and everything else. Literally, 2A, firearm stuff, and everything else is any other topic that you all might want to bring up or talk about. Simply because I'm a real person just like everybody else. Yes, I'm a firearms instructor. Yes, I own a security company. Yes, I own a security academy. But I'm human just like everybody else. 2A and everything else. That's what we're rocking right now. That's the series that's out right now. We got a few episodes rolling. But yeah, we're going we gonna to crank it up. Well, congratulations on the success appreciate of the YouTube page so far. Come on, black man. Yeah, clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Yeah. yeah. Now, we all know, body by all, we know firearm safety yes. and self-defense yes. and security, but yes. there's another side of you that a lot yeah. of people might not know yeah. about, and True. I think that, that that side goes by um, chocolate, chocolate, what is it? Chocolate Paul Paul. Chocolate Paul Paul. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate Tell us Paul about him. He's, he's a thing. So, so here, here's what I did. Um, of course, I encourage everybody to get some therapy. Go to therapy, all right? And you'll learn that you have different sides of you that you will have to cater to. You know, you have an inner child. You know, you, you got you got the villain over here. Then you got the voice of reason over here. Then you got the turn up back here. Then you got the oh, L7 on this side. So catering to all those parts of your personality and who you are is going to actually be healthy for you. So that's just something you wonder how that came about. We can talk about that if you ask. But yeah, it's, it's kind of like an alter ego. I would love to know how it came about because right. Chocolate Paw Paw is right. a hell of a name. Chocolate Paw Paw. Yeah. So true story. Puts uh, things on people's minds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Uh, my wife and I's ex-girlfriend gave me that name in post-breakup. I kept it, right? So if you ever see my wife and I on a podcast, shout out to Tactical Social Worker, by the way. If you ever see us on a podcast and the term chocolate pawpaw comes up, you're going to see her side eye because ex-girlfriend gave me Couple goals, the podcast coming soon? Yes. Couple goals, podcast coming soon. We're going to be on there. It's, we're going to get it popping. Yeah. It's going to be intense. It's going to be intense. Nothing's off limits. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Nothing's First episode, Chocolate Paw Paw yeah. and Mrs. P Mrs. Chocolate Paw Paw. Right, I, yeah. I got a question. She's not going to go for the Mrs. Chocolate Paw Paw. She's not going for that. She got her own little thing. No disrespect. I'm she so sorry. I just, you just got to tell me, how does like, how do y'all jointly break up with somebody? Do y'all like call a team meeting? Like, wow. hey, yeah, check this out. That, that's, that, that's intense. <laughs> that can be intense because, you know, fellas, you know, the queens will be on some other... Yeah, they do stuff differently than we do, right? Um, MC, it can be as simple as, hey, this is not working out. Um, we think we just need to part ways. One, two, three, four, five, right? No hard feelings. It's up. Or I'm finna kill this bitch. 
<laughs> she say one more thing, you know, but like I said, of course, it didn't get that far for us. So I try to de-escalate. We try to de-escalate as much as possible. But breakups are just like any other breakups. Do they hurt just as bad? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Because especially if you got emotions involved to the point where you would have a union to break up. So is it like different for both people? Why of it course. hurts? <laughs> of course. So if let's just give it a triad, right? Uh, typical triad, what people expect. People expect when you say triad, a man and two women or uh, a married couple and a girlfriend, right? The connections between the three individuals are going to be three connections, but they're all going to be different. Just like if you had children. Right. If you got children, you got more than one child. The connection with the oldest might be different from the youngest, but there's still a connection that is still love there. Right. So in the event that you're in this situation, like triad, it can go to whatever number you want. But in a triad, breakups hurt all parties involved. So it's not like one more than the other. They hurt differently. I'll say it that. Way. Now, I don't want to I don't want to get too, too, too deep into this it. subject because, you know, again, Rook and Angel Couple Goals podcast is coming soon and we will have you on there. Yes, indeed. But uh, just going off the whole idea of the how the breakup does the uh, introduction work the same way. Like when you is it, hey, I like her. or Hey, do you like her also? Or, hey, we collectively see her and we okay. like her. All right. It's two things. One thing that I've learned um, is if you as a couple are dating together. This is where it gets intricate, okay? Um, and a lot of times people don't know. Ignorance is bliss, there's no excuse at the same time. So if a woman sees you and your husband and she likes you both, it's smart, ladies, it's smart for you to approach the woman first. Don't approach him first. Because what happens is there are a lot of times, there's a lot of women out there who will play gay to have access to a good man. Amen. Okay. Gotta be careful with that. Amen. <laughs> gotta be careful. Wait a minute. So they use it. They using y'all. Use so well, you, you gotta say they using the story. woman to get to the man? Good yeah, men. It worked like good that. Good men are hard to find right now. Amen. Oh, wait, Let's be so, fair. So so basically we're saying good dick is more valuable than good pussy. I'm not talking about the dick right Don't now. Don't you ever oh, say that again we'll, in your we'll life? <laughs> we'll get to that part. And here it begins. What we five minutes in? Yeah. So, <laughs> five minutes in. He going left. So <laughs> We understand that good men are hard to find, okay? Um, with that being said, those men in today's society, the men who've learned that they're good, they often have a chip on their shoulder. So now their standards are not what they used to be traditionally, right? And a lot of people aren't meeting that mark. Going back, let's be fair, not a lot of men fit in that category either. So when you ask yourself, what type of man would I have to have, how good of a man would he have to be in order for me to share it? Well, then there's a the flip side to that too because a lot of people don't want to share their good man. You see what I'm saying? Sharing so, is caring. With that being said, uh, <laughs> ladies, you want to make sure that when you, if you're entering into a triad, that you're actually bi-romantic and not just bisexual because you will have to know how to be romantically inclined with, well, romantically inclined, did I just make that shit up? You will have to know how to romance. Romantically inclined. <laughs> Google it. Shit, like, we, we got it. So you, you will have to know how to date a woman because that's going to be a part of it. It's more to a relationship than just sex. Okay, because after a while, if all you got is sex, okay, that's what I see when you know. All right. You see what I'm saying? Now, so far as couple dating an individual, that, that can get intricate because it's all about who needs to approach that individual. And that's hard to tell. 
So if you're out, let's just say y'all out at uh, a function or a bar and you see somebody you like and they're giving you the vibe that it might possibly happen. Y'all walk up and say, hey, we think you hot. Like, we think you cute. We think whatever. How, you know, what's your name? Yada, yada, yada. I like to get all the information out out front. I, I don't like no, I don't like time wasted. I don't want none of that because I don't want to get my feelings involved. I know me as a person. I'm going to get attached. I'm going to get my feelings involved. And then, damn, now I got another issue, another trauma. So I want to know all the information up front. Is yeah, because if wifey know? ain't going, we ain't going. There you go. Okay. That's the, I will say that, unfortunately, the wife privilege, uh, couples privilege, spousal privilege, it's unfortunate. It hurts a lot of people. It hurts, it hurts a lot of the single parties, but it is safer for the marriage. Okay? Um, and I say that because mm-hmm. men, let's be fair, men are so simple. We just like, look, hey, what we eating tonight? I don't care who cooking it. Right? Right. Okay, look, at, I'm, I'm horny. I don't care who on top. Just, I don't care who here or who here. It's just, I, men just got needs to be met. Right. Women are a lot more intricate than that. So I do think, uh, and I'll tell everybody this, what I've learned, that any t- difficult to say is this is going to really sound bad. You will save your marriage if you adhere to what the wife is saying in these spaces. If she not feeling it, cut that shit off. If she ain't for it, cut that shit off. At the end of the day, you never want to appear to choose anything over your spouse. I'm saying the same thing for the husband, too. I agree. I agree. It's difficult. No, no, I'm I'm saying it on the podcast, but that shit ain't easy. It's difficult. And how long have you and your wife been married? We've been married. We just hit uh, seven years. Beautiful, beautiful. Clap it up. Clap it up. Did it it start the way that it is now? Oh, it started that way. So, okay. So we, as a matter of fact, we have a dating anniversary coming up. I don't know if this will be out by then, but we got a dating anniversary coming up on the 16th of August. Congratulations. we were dating for like maybe a month or two and we just took a little vacation or whatever. And uh, she was like, yo, hit a play before we get too serious. This is what, who I am. And I was like, you know, I ain't never been judgmental. I was like, okay, so give me the parameters. What's, what's all the numbers? Give me everything. And I was like, okay, cool. I said, okay, let's, all right. <whistles> Don't knock it till you try it. And here I am. Oh, so you didn't initially start this way? No, no, no. Oh. Oh, that's late. Yeah, yeah, she's intense. Oh. She's, she's an extremely intense individual. Yeah. So what we got to do to get y'all to set up the poly uh, speed dating? With me uh, and my... With me. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. Let's do it. <laughs> Did you ever fall in love with the girl, the girlfriend? Um, there was one that... You talking about that we were dating together or yeah, separately? that y'all were dating together. Yeah, it happened. Both of us, uh, we were pretty locked in. Um, but like I said, some stuff just started happening. Stuff starts to unravel, right? So just like any other relationship, the deeper you get into the relationship, who they really are starts to come out. It doesn't matter if it's a monogamous relationship, non-monogamous relationship, whatever under that umbrella. The longer you're with somebody, the more things come out. So the longer you're with somebody, the harder the breakup is. Right? Yeah. Again, I, I really want to, I want to cut this part short just because I, I so much I want to say for the podcast, yeah. but 
I do want to know, lastly, when it comes to uh, you and your wife's significant other, do you ever introduce the third party to the kids, to the family, to the household, it depends. Christmas party? It depends. And you had another question offline that we're going to address, too. No. Um, it depends. That's, the, that, that's a huge thing. It really, really depends simply because where you are in the relationship. Our kids know what it is. My son know what it is. Her son know what it is. It's like, all right, cool. And I think a lot of people fall short because of that, because kids are a lot more understanding than adults. It's the adults that got the problem. Kids, they don't. All right, I got two moms next. I'm going to go play basketball. You know what I'm saying? Or I, I got two dads or whatever your dynamic is. So it's not. But you, you, you made a statement earlier offline, and I don't want to shortchange the people on this one. You said that uh, you don't think any man is apt to be okay with just one sex partner for the rest of his life. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like uh and and when I said that just for the public's clarification <laughs> there is a certain level of man that I'm speaking about. Gotcha. Um you know, someone who has it together, who's on their stuff, who's handling their yeah. responsibility. We ain't talking about Joe Blow that's in the basement. We're right, not talking right, about right. him. But I don't think any man who is handling his responsibilities successfully should be confined to one sexual partner for the rest of his life. No. Ooh, that's good. All right. So what you said, you said two things. You said the man on the level should not be confined as to say that in order to experience these things, he needs to be qualified. Yes. There has to be a level of discipline. Yes. There has to be a level of uh, success and there has to be a level of responsibility. Facts. So let's let's go ahead and dig deep right quick. Me personally, I don't think any one person can meet any other one person's on this planet's needs spiritually, physically, financially, mentally and emotionally. One hundred percent. You finding one person to meet every single need you've ever had is impossible. With that being said. It does stream a level of motivation for one to say, well, damn. If she's going to be, this is for the men, I'm talking about the men now. If she's going to be okay with this, or if they are going to be okay with this, there's a certain stature that I need to have. Okay, that, that can be some motivation there. But the reality of it is, men or women, I don't think any one person can meet all of your needs. With that being said, we're still in a society where we have some traditional things that we hold on to, to where the man is supposed to be the protector, the provider, prophet, priest, and king of the household. Which means, okay, sir, if you are going to have more than one woman, you need, that's even in the Bible, if you read that kind of thing, you can't take from wife number one and give the wife number two. You need to have whatever's in abundance to give to them both. Absolutely. So, fellas, uh, everything from spiritually, physically, financially, mentally, emotionally, you need to have that in abundance to give to these women who are, who you're involved with. Yes. And, I, and, you know, um, you know, more specifically, like in my situation, uh, finances is not any of my concern. Okay. As a wife, I don't worry about the finances. Okay. That's my husband's responsibility by choice that he's decided this. For mm -hmm. him, he's like, you know, I don't want you to go out there and take time away from me in this household trying to make money. Got Let it. me make the money and you can be concerned with my well-being, the well-being of the children, mm -hmm. the well-being of the household. Mm -hmm. And I agree. And you that could fall under that traditional 
umbrella. Okay. Some people's traditional umbrella. Um, and so when you're dealing with a man like that who says, well, I'm going to take full responsibility uh, for us as a, a unit and as a family. Yes. You you got to have your money up to right. be able to go right. out here and to be able to play. OK, right. you can't say, well, I'm going to take responsibility financially for you and the well-being of our household. But I'm not going to go out here and grind. But I want you to let me uh, I want you to let this lady come in and, and let me be satisfied. You don't need to be satisfied. So you need to be out there going ahead and getting a check. So what you did, um, you said he has a precedent in his house and you agreed. Yes. In order for you to agree, you got to trust Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? So how much work went into you being able to trust him before we even got to that point? That's the conversation we need to have before we get to the non-monogamy. Do I trust you enough spiritually, physically, financially, mentally, and emotionally okay. to keep me right? Amen. <laughs> to a point where, okay, I see that. That's cool. Yeah. And then so there's no the concern. that's the we need to work on. And understanding that there's guidelines. And if I trust you enough to follow these guidelines... Then the possibilities are endless. But yes, it starts. It starts with trust starts off the rip. Trust. That's the yeah. trust within yourself. Trust within each right. other um, before you can even start having those type of conversations. Right. Trust is like any building. It is extremely easy to tear it down. It's going to take years to build it back up. So, man, you know, we 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 you're on the platform, man. There's a Let's couple hot topics that have been going around. Let's we got to touch man. on Let's them. Man. First and foremost, man, uh, Tory Lanez got sentenced ten years. Yep. And for those who don't actually understand what he was convicted of, um, it was assault with a semi-automatic handgun carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm in a vehicle and discharging a firearm with gross negligence. Mm-hmm. Hearing those, because a lot of people think he mm-hmm. got charged for shooting her, right? But those were the charges. With those charges, do you think that sentencing was valid? All right. So we got to remember where they were. What state were they in? California. Calabasas or something, right? That was that was at Kylie Jenner's house. Yeah. So how does Cali feel about guns? I don't know. That's a good they question. They hate guns. They don't oh, they don't guns, play with guns? How everybody get robbed out there then? No, because again, the other podcast that we did, I said that extreme gun laws protect the bad people. Right. Period. Right? So the people who deserve to have firearms can't defend themselves. That's why everybody getting robbed. Because the criminal don't give a damn about your law. Like he's got an objective. To rob you. How many laws are broken before the crime is committed, right? Um, Tory Lane, it's a gun in California, bro. Like, that part is going to carry more weight than if he actually shot Megan. You see what I'm saying? Because of the state we, because of the state they're in. Where'd the gun come from? Whose gun was it? Unregistered means it was not attached to you and so on and so forth. It's a litany of things that you got to go through in the state of California to even have a firearm legally. So, eh. So under it's those, Cali. so with those charges, it's, it's ten years. It's Cali, bro. It's, it's just it's what it is. So let me ask you this: He had a bodyguard with him. Facts. How does this happen with the bodyguard? Again, this happens because, for whatever reason, we did not allow the bodyguards to do their job. Perfect example: My primary client. If him and his wife are beefed out, I'm gonna have Hey, let's handle this shit at the house. Let's not do this in public. Cameras. Optics, everything's gonna go crazy. I understand y'all upset, blah, 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 blah. Sit y'all ass down. Now, when you get, when I drop you off at the house, you can burn that bitch down if you want to. But we're not gonna do this out in public. But again, a lot of body, a lot of bodyguards are afraid to walk away from a client for the sake of the money. Mm. 
You see what I'm saying? If I'm your bodyguard, if I'm your executive protector or, or what have you, you're going to do what I say to keep you out of trouble. And when I say protection, when we say executive protection, I'm protecting you from everything physical, verbal, all of that. Optics as well. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, I had a conversation with one of my colleagues. And he was talking about a guy that he couldn't hire because of his affiliation. The last thing he needed was for his guard, who's affiliated to something else he shouldn't be, to take a picture with the client. And now everybody's in the uproar because of his affiliation. That's a part of your job, bro. So would I put fault on executive EP if they were there? Yeah, I would. I would definitely put, it, put fault on because you're supposed to be the mediator of all things bad. I don't care who's doing it, even if it's a client. Hey, man, just calm this shit down. We got to go home tonight. No one goes to jail tonight. We go home. Now, you do deal with a lot of celebrities. So yeah. let me ask you this. Has there ever been a scenario where the celebrities like, because they get big headed. Hey, man, step down. Let me handle this. Right. Like, has that ever happened to you? Yeah. Yeah. I had a guy. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite clients, man. Um, he was like, yo, man, I've been training. Man, something pop off. I'm going to get in there. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not getting paid to do that. Yeah, you're big and you're fast and you're strong, but no, we're going to do our job right. We're going home. We don't need no negative headlines. Because negative headlines cost you. That's going to get in your pocket. At the end of the day, how much did that cost Tori? All because, I, and I don't, I'm, I'm going to say this, I don't care who was fighting, I don't care who was at fault. What would have happened if Tori was, hey, EP, handle that. I'm, I'm, I ain't put up with him tonight. Everything from Kylie Jenner in the pool, Megan drunk. Best friend acting a fool. I don't give a shit what the problem was. Hey, handle this for me, man. Like, I ain't got time for this. I'm going to the car. Come on, man. So, at a certain point, I need my brothers to be on that king shit. Never under any circumstances should you have a big name and be in so much as an argument with a woman in the streets. Not with these cameras. Not a good idea. Let your security handle that. Look at, hey, Look, my wife upset to split the team up. Y'all take her home and then y'all take me home. Whatever it takes, bro. It ain't like you ain't got the resources to do that. But like I said, a lot of times we forget that celebrities are human and they get frustrated. They get bothered. We don't know what they've been through. You know what I mean? So in that moment, who knows what happened in that moment, right? When it popped off. There are stories that say, no, nah, no, nah, the best friend had the gun, was acting a fool because of the situation. And he grabbed the gun and the gun went off, blah, 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 whoop the whoop. None of that matters. Where's the driver? Where's security? Hey, handle this shit. I got. Ma'am, had Tory said, ma'am, I am worth too much money for you to mess my bag up. Facts. He could have said what he said and walked away. But again. Going back to my other statement, yeah. <laughs> having to de-escalate the same mindset that you have to have on the side of the street de-escalating in a traffic stop is the same mindset that you need to have dealing with people in the general populace. It don't have to go there. You are not going to win. You got to know when you can win and know when you can lose. That was not a win-win for, for Tory, unfortunately. So now I'm going to flip it. If you were on Meg's team. Her security that just happened to not be there. What advice would you have given her? Okay, you said you said Meg's team who security who was not there. Yeah, I, I, I have a serious question. Serious question. If Tori's an independent independent artist and Meg is an independent artist, well, separate artists, right. separate labels. Why don't both of you have security there? Questions, and I get it. 
I get it. A lot of celebrities get tired of being babysat all day. But at the end of the day, it keeps you out of trouble. See, the insurance policy for these executives, you paying a lot of money. Don't waste your money. Like when you pay me to come out and you pay my crew to come out, we got all that shit. There have been several times that I, we've done security. Hey, man, you got a gun. Give me a gun. It's rolling with me tonight. Like the little boosty situation never should have happened. Never should have happened. Hey, bro, I know we good. We got you. But you gonna, I'm, I'm going to hold that. I have taken guns and money from a few people on site. And cops have rolled up. And when they roll up, hey, what's up, man? I oh, wish good, we good, paperwork, paperwork, certs. Okay, we good, everybody go home. But it's a thing. You gotta know that stuff. Yeah. Because doesn't it make sense? You'd insure your jewelry, you'll <clears throat> you'll insure your car. You as an artist, even if you're an independent artist, you are the asset. Security is basically your insurance. I'm going to be here any event, something happens to guarantee that everything is going to be okay. Right. However, what happens when another artist makes a lyric that says, yeah, I'm walking through the hood with my chains and no security. I'm bopping through you your hood and, and your club with my chains on with no security. And I got a stick on me. Come on. Yeah. So the narrative, yeah. But I guess what? <clears throat> Where would you ever find Jay-Z, Drake, any of these huge names, Puff, P. Diddy, I guess, I'm old school. Where would you find any of them by themselves? Not. You're not? Not Ever. Yeah. Like Drake said, Drake said his lyrics, he let security him. But what, where does the rap game have to become, where does it have to go for, for it be, for executive protection to be cool? Drake come through like the president. A whole caravan of cars, which for just him. 20 people to keep him safe. You feel what I'm saying? So at what, what paradigm shift do we need in hip hop for that to become cool? We're on viral topics, the Montgomery, Alabama yeah. brawl. Yeah. What is your take on that? Um, I'm gonna be fair. Uh, about two hours prior, there was some, I think, Reiki priest, and they were doing a ceremony towards the ancestors two hours prior, because they used to sell slaves there. Two hours prior, they did a whole ceremony referencing the ancestors, and then that happened. Look, man. Y'all can call me what you want to call me, conspiracy theorist, but I think somebody needs to sit down with the people who was in that brawl, the black folks who was in that brawl, and really have a conversation. I guarantee you, they don't even remember half the stuff they were doing. They looked like they were possessed. It was crazy. It was mayhem. Think about it. It looked like recompense. That's why I said it on my, when I made a video, it looked like recompense. Think about it. You even had the black cops standing around like, yo, you feel me? Yeah. And, and I'm going to say this again. Uh, police chief Montgomery, you just arrested the man with the chair. All right. You got to get voted back in, sir. Uh, city manager, be very careful how you handle the situation. You got to get voted in. That, that is an elected position. I need you to be careful how you handle the situation. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, I got one question. Hit me. Go ahead. All right. 
if you were there and you seen four, three, four white men jumping a black guy. Where am I standing? Am I on the pier or on the boat? You're on the boat. You're on the boat. I was a lifeguard. I could swim. Yeah. yeah. I would have got that. I, I, I would have. Okay. So he, I don't believe I'm going to say this shit. Um, all right. Look. If I saw that situation, I'm going to look at my bank account. And I'm gonna check my insurance policy. I'm like, all right, yeah, I can do that. It's gonna take about four seconds. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I would. I probably would. I would. I would. I would have took that. I would. I would took a little battery charge. I would. Because yeah. of the because you, you know what I'm saying. Like, okay, if I were there, knowing what I know now, yeah, I would. I would simple battery, man. Whatever. <laughs> now the funniest one was the dude that jumped in the in the in the. Uh, he jumped about. in there and swam been, there. To, that that, that would have been me. The fact, the only thing I would have done different, I wouldn't have rang my clothes out when when I got on the thing. I would have just. Yeah. Went. He just went straight in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Salute to that brother, man. So, I mean, whatever, put his cash up out there so we can get him taken care of, man. And it comes to, like, it was discovered that he was like a 16-year-old kid. 16 years old. He's 16 years old. Don't ruin his life. Let's do the same. Montgomery, I want you to do the same thing that young African-American 16-year-old that you would do with a young Caucasian-American 16-year-old. Let's not ruin his life. He has a great future ahead of him. Let's give him some probation and take it off of his record when he turns 18 so he can get into a good college. Let's do that. Now, you know, you got Jesse Smollett in the Hall of Fame lion. <clears throat> but I think we got a new contestant, man. Oh, uh, Carrie Rich, Carly Rich, whatever her name is. Russell, ain't it? You said, Carly Russell, whatever Carly. her name is. I put Rich in all the time. Um, she gets into it with her, her man because she's not polyamorous. She she still believes in, mon <laughs> in monogamy. Wow. And her dumb ass went and got kidnapped. Fake fake the kidnapping. Number one, if that was you, if you was the boyfriend, would you would you give a, a round of applause to yourself? Like, damn, I'm really doing something right. She didn't Let's got, talk about that. got kidnapped for me. And I'm surprised you actually asked that question. Because what did her boyfriend do? Slept with a stroke. Eh, I don't care about none of that. When this foolishness happened and it came out that she was lying, he running up his bag on social media. Yeah, he doing too much. Yeah, he going to press forward. I, I, wait, <laughs> wait a minute now. Wait a minute. This, this, not, I, I love y'all. Y'all realize streets. I'm not going to let y'all do this, brother, like that. Wait a minute. He was not the one that caused the offense. Right? Now, how many times? Now, let's be real. Let's be real. She was about to capitalize on the fact that he cheated on her with a stripper. For sure. She was going to get that back. You can sit here and look all crazy if you want to. She was going to get that back. Just as sure as she was actually kidnapped. Yeah, I was mad and I was walking down the street because I found out my boyfriend was cheating with a stripper and they kidnapped me. We Come on now. You know we would have came for that, brother. You know, because had you not cheated, she would have got kidnapped. Now, had you not lied, Miss Russell, he wouldn't be able to run up his bag on social media. <laughs> That's, this is not a funny situation. Right. We have not heard from we have not heard from Carly. She has not spoken yet. Right. Give her time. You know, I'm I'm not. Look, we don't know all the information yet. Did you did you feel like it was capped when it came out at first? Honestly, man, so much bad things happened. I didn't. I was like, well, damn, that's fucked up. But then when they was like, when they showed the traffic cam, and they showed the car stopping, and they didn't show a baby, I was like, what? What a baby is? And then ain't nobody asking questions like, who baby is this? Anybody missing the baby? And then something came out to say the baby dropped her off at the house. Like the baby or the baby, like not little baby, but 
You feel what I'm saying? So it got kind of fishy towards the end. I was just like, eh, let's just watch. Just pay attention to see what's going on. So I don't know how aware you are of the story in which they're saying she told as far as like the series of events. Um, and I want to know if you feel like this is even remote, remotely realistic that this could possibly happen uh, for a trained individual. Right. So uh, initially she says she gets out the car to go check on the child. Someone yep. comes out the forest. Yep. She puts up a tussle. They take her. Uh, she's then put in, and this is all allegedly, she's then put in the back of an 18-wheeler. She figures out a way to escape. She escapes. She gets captured again, put in a vehicle, unbound. Okay. Um, she's then driven, driven to a location where she, again, unbound, is taken inside someplace. Uh, she's stripped. She's had pictures taken of her played with her hair, whatever the case may be. Um, she's then put back in a vehicle where she again escapes and runs to the nearby neighborhood where her mother so, resides. Four fights, four escapes. Yes. This little mama can fight. For she a was life. kicking his ass. She was kicking her boyfriend's ass. Like, if that's true, she was kicking her boyfriend's ass. All right, that was a joke. That was a bad joke. <laughs> horrible. That was a horrible joke. All right, the problem with this is, whatever her story is, it has to be proven and disproven. That's the problem. And right now, I don't think anyone wanted to take a chance on not believing her with the amount of young black girls going missing. And I think she kind of capitalized on that. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, perfect example, just because you don't catch it on camera doesn't mean it didn't happen. Fair? Like, we got to be careful with situations like this because just at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, it was goddamn cocaine. And they said the most secure spot on the planet didn't have cameras in that particular area or the camera wasn't working. Yeah. Are we calling bullshit or are we calling a technical error? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I don't think anyone wanted to risk her actually being truthful and calling cap because that would have brought a storm of stuff i think i think it, it was safer for the general populace to believe her until it's obvious that it's not true because you know yes a lot of resources were wasted but yeah how important is body language to you extremely um i asked that because uh her parents did an interview um and they were asked about her returning home and, you know, them as parents, how they felt upon seeing her and so on and so forth. And a lot of people are observing the parents' body language when asked certain questions, um, such as, you know, they ask like, hey, like, you know, when she first came through the door, like you embraced your daughter. She's been missing for two days. You don't know where she is. And, you know, they're like, no, we didn't touch her and we didn't do this. And their body language is really off putting. What do you say about that? Do you feel like the parents may know something and their body language is saying something else right. um, and they're just trying to protect their daughter? Because right. to me, I'm a parent. Right. I don't give a damn what's going on. If my child is missing for two days, I don't know where you've been or what's happened to you. The first thing I'm going to do is embrace you, let you right. know that you're safe and right. that you're home and that everything is going to be okay. Right. And their body language was given not that. Yeah. So... <laughs> When I got wind of that information, of course, 
you got different sides of it, okay? So one, a lot of people are saying, no, you're not supposed to touch them because we got to do rape kit. We got to do all this other stuff. We got to run these tests. So you don't want to taint the results, yada, yada, yada. Then on the other side, if, if you're going to run a scam, you need to practice that. You need to rehearse it. You really, really need to rehearse it. Um, not saying that anybody should just go rehearse some shit and go try to do this. But yes, the body language was off-putting. But at the same time, you got to ask yourself, what is the body language of a parent that's lost their child for two days? What is the body language? You see what I'm saying? So that's, that, that's a hard one. It, it did seem a little strange to me. However, I've learned to just wait for all the information to come out, wait for the smoke to clear, and see what's what. Because at the end of the day, yeah, you got to prove it happened. You also got to prove it didn't happen. And we're still waiting on her statement. UFOs. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no, the, the, the actual the actual headline is that um, you know the U.S. recovered non-human biologics from UFO crash sites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this out of nowhere, they just tell us about UFOs. Yeah, it's not out of nowhere. Um, and you've been in the military, yeah. so. Is there some things, have you been knowing and you just couldn't take none or is it like one yeah. of those things? Yeah, but, okay, so let's run this back. The last big issue, I want to say 2014, 2016, something like that, between 2013 and 2016, you got some F-18 pilots out there and they saw what they refer to as Tic Tac type uh, UF, whatever, UFOs, right? Um, from those statements, because of the fact that you have F-18 pilots, these are not just, the, the, these are, the, the, these boys are serious, okay? Versus commercial airline pilots. These guys, they're not fatigued like your commercial pilots. They're not going to fly 18 hours, sleep for eight, then fly 20 hours, sleep for eight. No, no, no. These guys are sharp. They own it. They own it, Right. So their word is going to be trusted more than anybody's. And at that particular point, it's not like it was back in the 50s and 60s where we didn't have the technology and, and to keep the pilot in the sound mind, you know, uh, uh, what, we, what they call it, hypoxia and all the other kind of stuff. That's not an issue for them. OK, so when they say, hey, I saw something and it's not on my radar. Boom. Turn this cam on. Boom. Turn, turn my missile cam on and it's recording it. You got to trust the info from there. Then we have to reference all of the old information and verify it. And that old verification is, well, what about Roswell? What about Area 51? So on and so forth. So when they ask those questions, they're kind of they're kind of pressured to tell the truth in that aspect. OK, at the end of the day, uh, I want to think I want to say the first flight. Wright Brothers was 1901. Right. So. You allegedly go from zero, take all those years for you to get in the sky. Then after 1901, it only takes you 60 years to get to the moon. Yeah. It only takes you 40 years for jet propulsion. Where'd you get this information from? Say what you want, but let's just, I don't care how old you think the planet is. I don't care how long you think humans has been on this planet. But up until 1901, Wright Brothers at Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, they got off the ground for a few seconds for a few hundred yards. Or 100 yards, something like that. But from 1901 
1937, you got United States Air Force. Make it make sense. Where did you get this information technology from? That's a good question. I'll say this again. 1901, the Wright brothers, to September 1937, is it 1937? United States Air Force? 19, uh, no. 1903 was the first flight. 1903, thank you. A couple years ago. The United States Air Force was started, was it 57? Uh, 50, when is the Air Force? 19, whatever. I forgot. I used to know all this shit when I was in the Air Force, but I'm a deplorable. Uh, 1947. 1947. So 1903 to 1947, 45 years. You barely off the ground, and now we got jet propulsion. Nowhere in human history have you seen human technology advance that fast? That's correct, yeah. So where did you get the information from? Do it as, do it as you will. Should we be worried? Um, <clears throat> I'll say this. <laughs> I said it already on the video. Aliens, however you identify he or she. If you leave your aircraft unattended, there are people like me who will get it off the ground. If I get your aircraft off the ground, I'm going straight to your navigation system. I'm going to your breadcrumbs. I'm going back to where you came from. Because this shit right here, this earth shit is ghetto. Govern yourselves accordingly. Next question. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting up out this motherfucker. Y'all keep this shit. He said, I am out this bitch. <laughs> Facts. And we're going to eat cookies when we get there. Goddamn. Let's go. <laughs> Um, you know, Adam 22, man. Wow. He set the bar. Um, did he set a bar? Pimp, or? He set the bar for pimping your wife. No. I, is not. this pimping your wife or is this poly shit, man? No. Like, not, explain this to it's me. It's not pimping. It's not poly. It's cuckoo. That's what I think. Okay. So I this is a thing. He, he's a cuckoo. Um, and I, I'll say this. It's not my thing. Um, I, I'm never going to yuck somebody's yum. <sighs> Bruh. If... I say this, if you have a fetish or a kink that society is not ready for, do it in certain spaces with certain people. On the flip side, I kind of think, I kind of feel like that happened on purpose. They planned this, bro. I think it was planned. <laughs> I think it was planned. It had to be. It's a bag in it. At the end of the day. Super bag. It's a super bag in it, right? Now, we stated earlier that, oh, he's already made, but how much money is enough money? He's made to who? I mean, how much money does he have? How much does he stay in the game? How much money is he trying to get? But in the end, let's go back. Is that something that he likes? It ain't, money ain't got nothing to do with it. So the mind of individuals who do things differently needs to be looked at as, hey, he got a different mindset. That ain't my thing. However, society's definitely got their opinions. Definitely got opinions. Definitely got opinions. I think he's talking, and the, and the gentleman that he brought in to do this thing is talking. What is she saying? Yeah, it's it's the the scene was so wild, right? I mean, you know, the man finished in his wife. I mean, I don't know what man would just sit there and allow that to happen. So at it's some point, you got to look at it like, uh, Amen. It's a lot of kinky stuff out there, man. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that's into some different stuff. I'll say it that way. And, you know, 
it's alleged that Adam now is upset with okay. said gentleman because, you know, he's going on social media and he's speaking about it. <laughs> and so did you sign an NDA? Did, where's paperwork? I don't think you, you see, I don't think that was signed. You, you see it? So I, that, I swear I'm kind of I'm looking at it sideways. You that established and you didn't have an NDA. But wait a minute, sir. Don't you have an NDA for all the women you talk to? I don't know, man. It's, it's a lot of aliens, Adam. It's a lot of conspiracy stuff going on, bro. Like, eh, I don't agree with that type of stuff. But if that's his bag, cool. Do your thing. That ain't for me. I, I see it's got cuckold written all over it. It was something you wanted to see, something you liked. And then when he went out and said something, now you feel some kind of way because your peers are saying something now. Because let's be let's be fair. It's a lot of times we get flustered by what our peers say, not necessarily about people finding out about what we like. And for those who may not know what cuckold means, can you please explain that? That means that is an individual who just wants to sit and watch you play with their significant other. And they like to do that quite a bit. I'll leave that there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, the fact that you're a conspiracy theorist, man, hey. That's my bag. That, that's 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 what I like. There's man. a rabbit hole to be gone down on TikTok. It, it's a rabbit hole. So <laughs> I pulled up the, I pulled up the top 30 conspiracies. I'm going to just go through a few of them. Let's do and it. And we're just going get to get your thing. The first, the number one biggest one is the moon landing was fake. Facts. Facts. So, so let's talk about it. Moon landing being fake. I don't know if it's real or fake. However, they recorded the first steps on the moon. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. In 1969. That's fair. My issue is the camera was already in place to record Neil Armstrong being the first one to step off on the moon. Right. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I just want to know. Because Nick, look, Neil, is he still alive? I think so. I, I don't know. He may or may not be up, but yeah. Because Neil, because the person that put the camera out there is the first person on the moon. You stole that clock. <laughs> you stole that clock. Get that man his money. Oh, no, man. Get that That's, man his money. Message. Message. <laughs> Bro. It's like when the girl be on a, on a trip, like, nigga, who's taking the picture? Who's taking? Oh, sidebar. You know what? Sidebar. Let me address this now. <laughs> fellas. Fellas, I, I need to address this. Sir. Stop complaining about taking her on a date or to wherever function, wherever vacation, and she taking pictures of her food and her having a good time and not you. Keep your money in your pocket. <laughs> wait, 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 that's the rule? <laughs> oh, shit. Chocolate Papa, you don't like that shit. You better crap me in the picture. Look here. <laughs> don't get on social media talking crazy, none of that. She got one chance. You take her to dinner, she snap a picture of her food, and just put your little arm in the camera. Keep your money in your pocket, King. Date yourself. Take yourself to, to, to Mexico. Take all the pictures you want. Go to Colombia, Dominican Republic, wherever. Live your life, King. All right, back to the moon landing. Yeah. Right, he got yeah, I got, I got one. Um, <laughs> the government putting guns in the hood. Okay. I mean, that's a fact, though. <laughs> I mean, what came first, the crack or the guns, bro? What are you talking about? Yeah. Ronald Reagan. In Chicago. 
Oh, Chicago? Yeah. Oh, that's just like the bricks that, that, that are placed on pallets in certain cities during the riots. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on, man. All right. Um, another one. The Denver International Airport is the Illuminati's headquarters. I never wow. heard this one. We're going to narrow it down to Denver International that's Airport? That's what I said. Oh, shit. Illuminati bigger than that. They're going to need a bigger spot, bro. Don't do them like that. Give them some credit. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> headquarters, man. No. Yeah. All right. Um, another one that they say is uh, the moon isn't real. Uh, I do not think the moon is a... I do think it's a satellite. I do think it was brought here. Because there are passages in the Bible that talk about the times before the moon. So I do think... Uh, hyper-intelligent life form did bring it to the, because we still don't know the purpose of the moon. And we are the only planet, I think, in the solar system, as they say, that has one moon. Mm. So the, the, moon, the moon does have effects on the Earth, but we're trying to find out the actual purpose, aside from the tide and the cycles and all the kind of stuff. Got you. And uh, lastly, uh, the world is flat. The Earth is That's flat. a big one, bro. Like, that is, that is quick. So I don't think we're actually going to be able to learn and verify that the moon is round or flat until we can go beyond the wall in, uh, what is it, Antarctica down there? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, that's hard. That's a hard one. Because I think if you go on Google Earth and you try to chart a route around Antarctica, the lines are all messed up versus everywhere else. So it's, it's, it's kind of, uh. Yeah. Now I gotta ask you, yeah. you being a pilot, right? Yeah. You know, people look at the map and they go, why does, you know, when you look at flight patterns, uh, right. they, oh, they don't go the way that you would think they would go right, to right, get to right, somewhere right. closer. Why is that? Right. So, of course, we got longitude and latitudinal lines, right? I do think there is a curvature to the Earth, but the, the level of altitude that you would have to go to to see that curvature, it's a little difficult. Okay. So, for example... Like flying around here at Dallas, uh, of course, we're under the uh, Mode C and the Bravo for the airport. We can't really do that. But if, you, if you're on a flight and you look out the window and you're at 35,000 feet, that's not high enough to see the curvature of the earth. Okay. Um, I think you would probably have to now, you two pilots, uh, the Dragon Lady, that's a sister, by the way. Shout out to the Dragon Lady, man. Uh, you two pilots that skim the... Uh, atmosphere quite a bit they would be able to see the curvature if there was one significantly but that, that's a hard one bro that, that that's going to forever be an argument until the governments allow us to explore beyond that reason and that information come out but there are a lot of flat earth theories versus versus yeah it's, it's pretty intense man so i have a couple of yeah. uh social media based Let's questions Let's do it. Uh, first being the subject of the passport bros. Okay. Um, so okay. let's do it. Yeah. And, and you can fly. Yeah. <laughs> and you can fly. Okay. So what we're seeing with the passport bros are, or, or the passport bros are considered to be a group of men okay. who may be less desirable here in okay. the U S whether it be for the way they look, their okay. finances, okay. whatever. And they feel like women here, you know, they're not getting the ladies okay. in the U S so they're going to, to Puerto Rico. <laughs> okay. They're, they're going okay. to. Like good deal with me. <laughs> uh, 
They're All going right. to other countries, um, more specifically countries that this may not. That's crazy. He's wild. He's wild. He wild. He's wild. He's wild. Um, <laughs> He doesn't do any drugs either. Wow, so that's, that's a natural high. That's it's perfect. It's a, it's, a nat, it's a natural high. But no, they're going to um, countries where people would consider are like less fortunate, right. you know, mm-hmm. and they are grabbing these ladies to make them wives, giving excuses like, oh, they're more kind to their men mm-hmm. or whatever their excuse may be. Right. Some of them don't even have the money to get back home when things don't work out. So what do you say to the, to the idea of the passport bros and this idea that women in America aren't good enough and they don't really want real men and so on and so forth? All right. So you said a few things. Um, number one, anybody who is in an environment and they don't feel like they're being checked for, Go to an environment where you're welcome. I said it to everybody. Okay. Um, just like the black women who they feel that black men don't want them, so they go date white boys. Cool. So far as the passport bros. All right. If you, sir, don't feel that the women in your city, state, country want you and you have the means to go somewhere else to date, cool. That's not my issue. That's not my struggle. Okay. I'm not going to knock their struggle. I will say this. Do your best, sir, to not talk down on your sisters after you get to another country for whatever reason you chose to go over there. Okay. And I understand that a lot of here's what we here's what we need to stop doing. We need to stop grazing over our derogatory experiences. They're actually traumas because whatever girl it was that hurt you, it hurt. That's a trauma. So if you feel that you need to go to a different race of people, a different country or whatever new environment to where they might be checking for you. I understand that. I get it. Where I draw the line is you don't have to down talk. Now, when I say this, I'm talking to passport bros. I'm talking about anybody who decides to divest from their culture, from their race. You do not have to down talk your brothers and sisters because you've been hurt by a few brothers and sisters. Are there people here in the States that will date you? Sure. They may not look the way you want them to look. However, I do say with all humility, be sure you look in the space of which you qualify for. Qualify is a hard word. Okay. Look in the space where you qualify for that. You qualify for. Sorry. Look in the space you qualify for. If you know you you can't pull no insert the baddest chick moving right now here. If you know that ain't your arena, stay in your arena first. And if you're not pleased with that and you're going for aesthetics, you're not you don't care about anything else. Okay, whatever. Do what you got to do. Go to another country. Get what you got to get. But don't down talk those individuals who are in your community because you want something different. I'm talking to men, women, all of y'all, passport bros, divestors. You ain't got to talk trash, man. Just just go get the love you need and calm down. Yeah, because I think um, I've, I've seen that a lot of, because a lot of black women are getting on TikTok and they're kind of addressing the situation. And what I'm hearing um, is that when you address somebody, you're like, well, hey, why, you know, why <coughs> is it that you date Caucasian women or whatever race? And it's never... Um, I like this type of woman because it's always, well, I date this type of woman because black women are this. Well, I date over here because black women are this. And there aren't a lot of direct answers towards what you you like about that particular race, but what you don't like about black women. 
from a trauma, nor do you have knowledge of how to deal with the trauma. You're going to address it adversely. Now we're getting into shadow work and mirror work. What's, what am I doing wrong? That's a hard one. What's wrong with me? I asked a question the other day. Shout out to tax shows work again. When's the last time you looked in the mirror, whether it be your camera phone or not? What do you see? Do you like what you see? Are you judgmental about what you see? How long did it take you to be judgmental or give yourself affirmation when you look into this mirror? That's what we need to deal with. So when you ask me why I date a certain type of woman, my answer is going to be, see, that's what I like. It's not going to be based on who hurt me over and over and over again. You see what I'm saying? Because, but if I'm not ready to deal with that trauma, I'm going to say, well, shit, in third grade, you did this, or college, you did this to me, and I'm not going to take accountability for my input into that. Because at the end of the day, I chose you. I could let you walk right on by. You know what I mean? But at the same time, men do need, I'm talking to men now, I'm not going to talk on the women because I'm not a woman. Men do need a reality check. Right. Let's be fair. Men don't get a reality check from women. Men get a reality check from their colleagues. Right. Mm -hmm. Never forget this chick I was dating in high school. The fellas thought she was too fine for me to be dating. Nigga, how you get that, man? Nigga, not come on, dog. How you get? How you pull that? Reality check. Fellas gonna tell you. Versus, okay, boy, I see you, boy. Hey, it's <laughs> a difference. That's a whole, that's, that was a whole conversation we had, right? So what happens is if we don't know how to deal with that internally, it's a us problem. That's why you got so many people, well, you know, hey, I'm with this person because they love me. Versus, no, you black women, y'all do this and y'all do that. Whoa. Who hurt you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Obviously somebody did because we've all been hurt. But how do you deal with that? Like what you said in the beginning, everybody needs therapy. Everybody need therapy, bro. Like, geez, Everybody need therapy. That, you know, that don't mean you throw it off or messed up. No, you you need somebody to say, hey, but reel this shit back in. You feel me? Absolutely. So my last social media-based yeah. question is, um, and we're going to call this doing anything for the money. Doing anything for the money. Uh, as of late, you see a lot of uh, NPC-based lives, um, and that's pretty much a non-player character. So you see a lot of Every, a lot of people, it started with a young lady named Pinky Doll, uh, where they're kind of looking like robots and thank you and mm, so yummy. And right. it's very animatronic and right. stuff like that. And so uh, the young lady Pinky Doll made it very famous and very popular. Mm -hmm. And so you see a lot of people jumping on this trend. Mm -hmm. um, some people are saying that a lot of these people are doing uh, very weird things or strange things, very like mm -hmm. disrespectful things. Um, I saw a live where a young lady was gifted a uh, black young lady was gifted a watermelon and she says, watermelon. <laughs> so right. what are your thoughts on this idea that if it's making any type of money, if it's derogatory, mm -hmm. if it's self-shaming, no matter what, people are jumping on it just for the dollar. Right. Um, well, the most important thing you said, they're jumping on it for the dollar. The love of money is the root of all evil. But then again, the question is, what's evil? And how much money are we talking about? Right. Some are saying that they're making anywhere between 500 to 3,500 per live. All right, watch this. I had a mentor, very wealthy mentor. She told me, she said, oh, your sins are limited to your tax bracket. I'm gonna say that again. 
your sins are limited to your tax bracket. When you're in a space where you down bad, you do just about anything. So wait, 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 wait. You telling me that a little four, five, six year old kid can make a million dollars playing a video game? Well, I'm going to college for what? I got all this debt. I got all this other stuff going on. Nothing's working out. We, we're in a time right now where a lot of people are pressed to the point where they will do anything. We just haven't seen everything. You see what I'm saying? How far will they go? Shit, how much money are we talking about? I had, a, I had a client, one of my favorite clients. She said, oh, let me tell you something about this shit. Everybody got a price. Some just higher than others. Everybody on this planet has a price. Some is higher than others. It's all about who got the bag at the right point in time. See what I'm saying? So when you ask the question and then you follow up saying some of them make between how much? Uh, 500 to 3,500 per live. And how long is a live? Yeah, so some of these lives are lasting two hours. Some of these lives right are there. lasting 10 hours. Two hours. Okay, even if, even if it were 10 hours, $3,500 is $350 an hour. What kind of school you got to go to? What kind of job you got to have to make $350 an hour? Two hours? $3,500? What's that? I don't even know. That's, what's that? $1,750? $1,750 an hour. Where's the last job you had to make seventeen fifty now? Okay. I'm talking about with all the numbers on the left side of the decimal. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? So we live in a world where you got to be absolutely lazy to be broke right now. All you need is a cell phone and, and you paying your cell phone monthly bill and you getting on social media. It's a fact. And that, that cell phone going to do everything. Cell phone going to do everything. Everything. Think about it. Let's, let's really be real. And the <clears> thing <throat> about it, a lot of us still have a conventional, traditional mindset to where making money is. Let's run this back. Y'all just saw in the city of Dallas, they ain't prosecute nobody for, for prostitution, huh? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's little. Cool. Oh, they shut that, it that down? happened like Tuesday. Came out like, like Tuesday. Okay. Like Tuesday. Because guess what? Oh, yeah. Selling ass. Ain't the fastest way to get to the bag no more. I'm gonna run this bag. <laughs> selling ass ain't the fat. Selling dope ain't the fastest way to get to the bag no more. YouTube. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Cause let's let's be real. If selling ass and selling dope got as much money as TikTok and YouTubers, how much dope would be on the street? A lot. Huh? How many brothels would we have over? A lot. They closing them shits down. You hear me? Come on. How long you think strip, strip clubs got before they just can't maintain no more? Um, I will say this. That was a question that um, I have also having contracts in certain clubs. I don't think they're going to fall off all the way. They're tapered back. Okay. Because we got to look at it like this. <clears throat> and I did a study. I sat and watched for, what, about two years? I sat and watched the people that came in and out of strip club. I would literally sit up in VIP, smoke my cigar, and watch. The type of men that come in and out of the strip club vary largely. Okay? 
the men that are held accountable to a partner unbeknownst to that partner. It's a different story there. Okay. So if a guy comes to strip club, he got a wife, I, he got, I got a certain amount of time. I get, get, get back to the house. Not to mention, is she watching the bank account or not? So it's so much easier to do the premium cash app, do the OnlyFans, do so on and so forth. But pause. The reason strip clubs won't fall off, but you still have to have a level of intellect and personality to run that OnlyFans page. You got to be smart enough to market. Because marketing, which used to be a lucrative field to work in, everybody doing their own marketing now. You see what I'm saying? So you kind of have to have more intellect and more bravery to run your online campaign than just going to the club. Cool. Let's just say I was a dancer in a club. I'm dancing. You pull your cell phone out, record me, send it to your homeboys, post it on your Snapchat. Post it on your close friends for your IG. These people don't really know me. They don't know my name. They just see a piece of ass and that's it. But the moment I establish a presence online via social media, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, X now, uh, Facebook, whatever. Now we have a name and all these other informational attachments to that. And I got to run that page. And there's so much more I got to think about. If I'm working at a club, man, I get in my car, go to the club, pay my house fee, wait for my time to get on stage, dance, walk around, see who want to dance, make my little money, go home. How much intellect does it take to run this YouTube shit? A lot. See what I'm saying? It's one thing to get up in the morning. Yeah, you work from home, but you got to constantly come up with content. Constantly come up with content. You got to know how to post. You got to know when to post. You got to know how much, how many minutes, how many seconds, so on and so forth. It's a lot that goes into it, right? And I think that's that way by design because everybody's jumping on it. So, hey, let's, let's make it a little bit more difficult because, golly, man, we'll mess the economy up giving everybody money so easily. We'll mess up the workforce. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because you got a lot of people that are self Got their own businesses, making their own money, making money, like you said, off the YouTube, the social media. Yeah. They're going to throw that easy or they're going to yeah. spend it. Yeah. So that's interesting, man. But um, speaking of money, China and Russia yeah. linked up. Yeah. They're trying to devalue the dollar, man. Should we China, be afraid? Russia, India. Yeah, um, India. Africa just jumped on board, right? South Africa, yeah. Yep, um, South Africa. So the, 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 the currency, apparently, is supposed to be 50 to 1 to the American dollar. It's supposed to trump the American dollar 50 to 1. So imagine this. Everything that costs a dollar right now is going to cost $50. Over there. So in the event this happens and they shut down the American dollar, they shut down the economy, mess it up, yada, yada, yada. Here's what's going to happen. Because we do so many imports and exports, imports primarily <clears throat> getting resources from other countries for less to sell for profit here, that's our margin, right? The reason you would rather buy something from, perfect example, let's take uh, building houses, right? Right. Most of the contractors are foreigners. Right. You can pay them cash, you can pay them far less than we have to pay your ass because you got a degree from LSU. You went to Texas Southern, so now you got the paperwork behind your name. You got student loans. I got to pay you quite a bit an hour, don't I? Yeah. But this guy here, he's got two generations of family living in his house. I just need to pay him a few hundred dollars a week and we good. That's how it's going to mess up the economy, I think. 
Um, so my advice for that, stack up on your canned goods, stack up on your ammo. Because it's going it, if, if, if the economy fails in this country, like it does in other countries, it's going to be real bad. We are, we are long overdue for a civil war. So we got to be yeah, real. I careful. was just going to ask you about what could make a World War Three. Um, I don't. Seem like they plot. I don't think World War Three is going to be like you like we were taught it was going to be. Yeah. Because the reality of it is. Ain't nobody stupid no more. You got an army. I got an army. You got nuclear weapons. I got nuclear weapons. If I send my army over there and it's going to be a lot of people die. And a lot of stuff messed up. A lot of buildings messed up, land messed up, resources messed up. Now, if I drop a nuke, the whole planet's going to feel it. So, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to kill you. Why would I drop a nuke on you? I just cut your money off. Yeah. And watch you die. That's worse than a nuke, if you right. ask me. Right. Because right now, if Brick decides to just cut America out of everything, you got to have World War Three. It's going to be pandemonium right here in the city. Every city. I think. So speaking of bombs, man, I actually watched an Oppenheimer movie, right? The, uh, okay. Talking about the scientists that created the atomic bomb. Right? Got it. And they dropped that in 1945. Got it. What type of weapons is the military looking to have now? Because okay. I, I was thinking about that. I'm like, damn, they Before wiped out two that, cities. Let's do this. You saw the videos of the atomic bomb? No. Not, I mean, I mean, in the movie I did, but not like in right. real. Like, like they're, they're actual videos of them testing the bomb. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm going to ask yeah. you one more time. The camera. The camera didn't get messed up? Like you dropped the bomb and the wave just come whoo, right past the camera. Didn't knock the camera down, knock the building down, though. Knock the mountain down, but didn't knock the camera down. Next question. <laughs> I'm just... Was the motherfucker holding the camera? Did you mount it to a wall? What is it? How, why is it? How is the camera not getting faced? What is the biggest conspiracy theory that you want that you personally want to know about? Because he got me thinking now. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what? I think all of my questions will be answered if I got access to the Vatican vault. I think all, I think everything is there. Because the Pope said a couple years ago, oh, we'll talk about the aliens when the America ready to talk about aliens. Like, what? Hmm. Then I heard somebody else say, oh, they not aliens. They was here first. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I think the Vatican vault, because I, 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 the Vatican, the Catholic Church got everything. I don't care what nobody saying. They got it in the vault. They got in the I want to know what's in the back. Okay, so you sh you doing security for somebody, right? You doing security for, you know, uh, one of your celebrity friends and an alien shooting dice. And the aliens. The aliens shooting dice. He breaking okay. everybody and they, you know, he he just stick up the game. How you gonna defend everybody against the alien? Um, I'm gonna do my best to de-escalate. <laughs> uh, Mr. or Mrs., however you identify, alien. Okay. We're having a great dice game. You won your money, pick your money up, let's have a nice night. Play again. Play as much as you want. But we don't know no laser beams, no telepathic, nothing, no imploding of anything. Let's just have a good night. What, what was your thoughts on the coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> so now you want to get a YouTube shutdown. Hey, yeah, don't do it. Don't even do it. Um, next question. Next question, oh, bro. 
<laughs> I forget. I can't, I'm trying to get mine off the ground, bro. Like, I'm trying to get, I got 50, 50 th- no, I got 50-something thousand followers. You trying to cancel all my stuff today. Hey. All right, but health question, right? Yes. Uh, you know, you're, you're in great shape. What, what, you know, advice would you give to people getting up there, you know what I'm saying, up in age? Not saying that you're old, um, but like, you know, somebody that's 40 plus, we, we getting up there. Yeah. What, what advice would you give uh, us as far as health? 40 plus, <clears throat> uh, stay on top of it. It's hard to start it back, okay? Get your ass up, do, do cardio at least, I say, four or five times a week. Okay, get your cardio in, eat healthy. Uh, heard, heard somebody say that no sugar, cool, do your thing. Um, discipline, consistency is the key for that. Um, working out, I say I'm saying cardio four times a week. Move some weight down, move some weight around in every body part at least once a week. Okay, um, it's big. Uh, 40 plus, you ain't necessarily half a hundred. But you need to start paying attention to your health, right? So make sure your blood pressure right, make sure your cholesterol all right. Go get your get your panels. Like call, go to your doctor. Hey, let's let's run some tests, see where I'm at, and go from there. Like I said, it's it's not. Uh, don't don't be like the old school cats. I ain't going to no hospital. I don't want to do the sticky poking me and all that. No, go get your shit checked out. That way you can you know what I'm saying. You can be good. Like I said, you because you can't see what's going on inside your body. You can feel it. But most times when you feel what's going on inside your body, it's too late. So stay on top of that. Stay consistent. Don't miss. Uh, you've seen uh, some war, right? Some war. War, yes. Yeah. Um, what's the worst thing that you've seen in war? Um, I want to say, was that Fallujah? This was uh, 2002. No. Yeah, 2003. Doing a shock and awe. Um, they had a C-17 come back. Uh, we were fueling that up. And they turned it into a medical bay. And they had a whole bunch of, I think they were Marines that got busted up real bad. Um, and they lowered, well, the issue was they weren't supposed to lower the bay door open while we were fueling because of the fumes. And uh, the CSS was like, hey, man, we need to let this bay door. And I was like, yo, man, I can't let you do it because the fumes. He said, that's the least of my worries. I was like, all right, you in charge, bro. And he let it down. And I can smell the flesh from the bay doors over the fuel. I think that was the hardest thing for me. Yeah. Man, um, hip hop turned 50 this year. Yes. Shout out to um, man. Who are, let's just get your top, your top five, man. Damn, bro. Top five. Yeah. In no specific order. Buster has to be in there. Yeah. Buster Rhymes got to be up there. Um, lyricist makes you think. Regardless of how we got there, got to say Lil Wayne. Let me see. There's some unspoken, there's some older crews. There's a couple songs that, that, that I like, but uh, let me see. Let me give you five, though. Let me give you five. Heavy D's on my playlist. Um, what's the boy name? Uh, Chill Rocks on my playlist. I'm okay. old school. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Craig Max on my playlist. There you go. I don't know what number we're on, but 
That's five. That's five right there. Five. Yeah, that's five. That's four. Four or five. No, nah, that was five. Cause you said uh Wayne, Buster Rhymes, Rhymes Craig Mack. And you just said you just said somebody else. You said Craig Mack. I said Craig Mack. I said yeah. Heavy D. Heavy D, Craig Mack, uh Buster Rhymes, Lil Wayne. Let me see. Who who else can I I I, I wanna put in his prime mystical in there. Okay. In his prime. Um Big Daddy Kane got to go in there. You said five. That sucks. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to include my new rappers, man. I'm, I'm really, I'm really trying to include them. However, it's like Lil, Lil Wayne. He just, he's just up there for you. He studied. He did his homework. I'll <clears throat> right. say that. Right. I won't take nothing from him. He did his homework. Right. He lyrically, he picked up where. Biggie Tupac left off. Cause he got it. Right. The innuendos for me. It's the innuendos for me. Yeah. The lyrics that make you think. So for you, who was the artist that made you fall in love with hip hop? Oh wow. Heavy D. Mm. We got our own thing. I got to check him out. What was the song? We got like, our own thing. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, that was that, that, that was, was it for me. Gotcha. That was it for me. That, gotcha. That's that's like 80s, 90s, <laughs> 80s, 90s early stuff though. so so looking at it back then because i you know me when i was young i always chub rock too yeah chub rock i remember watching tupac and i just remember them trying to shut hip-hop down did you ever think it would make it this far of course um <clears throat> hip-hop was a genre um and i say this uh because in the 80s I, i've always been a musician and i started at church right right and the older deacons say always used to say you know everything starts in church mm. right um, they made a space. As long as there's a space for it, you're gonna be fine. Um, I, I, I want to include some DJs in there too, man. God damn. No, so go ahead, get up. It's it's like like the, the first dude. I forgot his name. The first dude to scratch a record, bro. The first dude to sample. Like there, it's so much stuff that happened in hip hop. Right. Hip hop is not hip hop is different from every other genre because they're going to evolve. The only thing I've seen that evolves even remotely close to hip hop is gospel music. Right. And that's a catalyst. You see what I'm saying? So those are my, and, and that's, that's you asking me on the spot without yeah, 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 thinking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if I go through my playlist, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, my playlist. Yeah. That's what's up. Now, you know, you look at hip hop now and, and some might say it devolved or it went backwards um, or they're just doing stuff for the check. Um, how do you feel about the state of hip hop now? I would say it devolved. It's still evolving because you got people who are still rapping with substance. Right. However, you got people making space for, for the fun stuff. I'll call it that. Right. Because, I mean, bruh, um, my coochie pink, my booty hole brown. Yeah, that's why. Bro, like... That there's a space for that. It's a space now, yeah. Just like we're going back to the um, what the Queen just asked about all the social media stuff, you know, watermelon. Mm, and there's a space for that. As long as people gonna pay for it, get your bag. <laughs> get <laughs> your bag. The day, at the end of the day, it's somebody's gonna pay for it, regardless of how out there it is. So it is what it is. Nah, for real, man. So before we get out of here, man, tell them again, what is the podcast name? Where they can they follow you? Um, man, do you have any shout outs? Body by O Tactical. Body by O Tactical. Body by O Tactical on YouTube. We going in. It's Chocolate Paul Paul Official on Instagram and Twitter. Pause. No. 
It's Body by 0318 on Twitter now, X and Instagram. Now, Chocolate Pawpaw is in fact on Twitter. No, TikTok. Why well, keep saying Twitter? Yeah. Chocolate Pawpaw Official is on TikTok and it's on Instagram. However, the Chocolate Pawpaw on Instagram is for the ladies. <laughs> Sir, I am tired of ignoring friend requests from men on my Chocolate Pawpaw Official page. And when I say that, I'm talking about men that I don't know. Okay? Stop. Now, TikTok chocolate pawpaw is a hybrid between the serious stuff and the fun stuff, safely. Yeah. There we go, man. Any shout outs? <laughs> shout out to Tactical Social Worker, man. Uh, shout out to Real Life Street Stars, man. Man. Um, I'm going to drop a plug in here. My son and I are going to be doing a podcast, a joint podcast here soon. Come on, I told now. him to come up with a name for it. He ain't came up with a name for it yet, but we're going to work on that. But it's coming. Be on the lookout. Uh, who else we got to shout out? Who else? Leave anybody out, forget anything. Shout out to Avi, man. Pow! Avi's the number one girl in my life right now. That's my grandbaby. Uh, she signs all the paychecks around here, and this is where all the money going anyway. So, other than it, that, man. Is it weird getting money from YouTube? We're going to work on your Facebook money, but is it weird getting money just off of, offline? You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen the check yet, but we'll, we'll talk coming. about that when it get there. I'll be yeah. like, you know, it's going to my grandbaby anyway. So, it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, man, Body by O Tactical on YouTube, uh, Body by O 318, Twitter, Instagram, Chocolate Pawpaw, TikTok, and, you know, subsidy Instagram, man. Get it in, man. We love y'all, man, for real. Man, and this is the best part. Body by O, you are a real life street star, man. Yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go.